Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on February 6th, 2022. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you would like to give gifts to support the ministries of St. Mark's, you'll find information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Deacon Inglory Lishard with a gospel reading. The Gospel according to Luke, the fifth chapter. Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Genseray, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats that were there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out to them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boats. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let your nets catch for fish. Simon answered, Master, we've worked all night long but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, we will let down our nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and to help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at the feet of Jesus, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace and peace to you. Good morning. I have this towel in my office tacked on my wall between the outside door and my bookshelf. A towel that only I can see, and on it are the words, Here I am, send me. Faintly written over 25 years ago and given to me as a certified lay minister in our synod, now known as the Psalm Program, which works with leaders that have discerned a call to more intentional and public lay leadership in their congregation and community. This towel has followed me into the deep waters of ministry over the years, hanging in my office at Calvary Lutheran Church in Federway to the place it has lived for over 21 years here at St. Mark's. And the words, here I am, send me, and the song of the same name have been an important part of my call story. Beginning as a student and then growing up in the church to when I stood before this congregation in 2009 to be commissioned as an associate in ministry, a rostered leader in the church and in the synod, and now as a deacon in the ELCA. And little did I know that how deep and rich these waters of ministry, faith, and trust would be at times. I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry. All who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Who will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? 
But before I said, here I am, send me, and before thousands of others did, lay, volunteer, roster leaders in the church and around the world, the prophet Isaiah said these words, here I am, send me, to God, the one he encountered in the temple. You see, King Uzziah had died that year, a king that had served five decades, beginning when he was 16 years old. The Israelites were in a time of transition, probably experiencing the fear and uncertainty that comes next. Or where will the next king lead them? And what will the next king do with them? Isaiah's experience experiences God's presence in the time of absence, disorientation for the people of Israel. This experience of God is like no other. It's more like a scene from a sci-fi movie. This vision of God is abundant. God sitting on a throne, high and lofty, with a robe so vast, its hem overflows in the temple, surrounded by seraphs who declare, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Debbie Thomas writes in her essay, Journey with Jesus, Isaiah encounters the divine when there's nothing else left to lean on and nowhere else to go. God enters the gap, fills the void, and speaks into the silence that human frailty leaves behind. Isaiah answers the call, but not before he cries out and confesses, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips. Isaiah's confession is heard, his sins are forgiven, and his transgressions blotted out. God forgives Isaiah and invites him to participate in sacred, world-changing, deep water work, not just for the people of Israel, but for those who will come after. This job won't be easy for Isaiah, but he's not doing it alone. Isaiah's call is long-suffering, full of patience, and one of trust in the one who called him and encountered him in the temple and went with the prophet out into the unknown and to the people who could not see and would not listen until the cities lie in waste. Isaiah was called into the deep waters of what he could not see or even understand at the time, and so were his disciples. We meet up with the disciples and Jesus in our gospel reading today on the waters, the Sea of Galilee as it's better known. Jesus tells Simon Peter to put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. I'm sure they were exhausted from having been out all night and not catching a thing, and probably a bit perplexed about why the son of a carpenter was telling them, the professionals, about how to do their jobs. But with trust, and a bit of curiosity, I'm sure, Simon Peter responds with, Yet, if you say so, I will let down our nets. The Reverend Amy Starr Redwine, a First Presbyterian Church in Richmond, Virginia, and a contributor for a sermon for every Sunday, tells it this way. When Jesus tells those, those fishermen to put their boats in deep water and let down their nets, he's not referring to the literal depth of the water. The Greek word translated here is deep water. It evokes an idea from the Hebrew Bible as primordial sea, a symbol of chaos and uncertainty. It is the marine equivalent of the year that King Uzziah died. The deep waters are the unknown. And Jesus asked Simon Peter to drop the nets into deep waters. Little did Simon Peter, James, and John know what would come next. 
By casting their nets in the deep waters, a miracle happens, abundant fish. But that's just part of the miracle that has occurred. Their nets were so full, over full, to the point of breaking, and the boats were beginning to sink. And then Simon Peter, like Isaiah, falls to his knees and confesses to Jesus. He realizes he is in the presence of the divine. Simon Peter confesses and then is called. James and John are invited, called as well, as witnesses to this miracle. A miraculous catch of fish is followed by the miraculous calling of the disciples. By casting their nets in deep waters, Jesus is asking them to sacrifice their nets, their former perceptions of identity and worth. Jesus invites them to let go of their old routines and calls them to follow him even into the deep waters of the unknown. And this is where I believe the true miracle lies, not just in the invitation to follow Jesus, but the fact that they did. But the invitation to follow and to be encountered by God doesn't stop with them or those they gathered along the way to the cross. As Paul mentions in the first Corinthians reading we heard earlier, Jesus continues to appear and encounter followers and even those who persecuted him after his death and resurrection. And this is where we come in. As we are invited to encounter the risen living Christ and to come and to follow, we, like the disciples, are called each and every day to go and to cast our nets wherever they might be, into deep waters, into the unknown, and like the disciples who took their boats out into the sea one more time because of their trust in the one asking, we too are not alone in this. Jesus walks with us. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm in deep waters right now, and I've been living in them for a while feeling disoriented, anxious, unsure, not knowing what will come next with the pandemic, reading about political unrest in our nation and around the world, and so much more is unsettling. I've had a hard time seeing what is right in front of me, and in all honesty, I don't like this feeling. But I also know I'm not alone in these deep waters of the unknown. And while living in the unknown can be frustrating, I have found it can also bring curiosity and surprises like rest, time with family, or nets full of fish, an abundant gift. It is with the faith and trust that I have been called into these deep waters, and God is present, continuing to invite me to follow. And it is with the hope of what is to come that I continue to say, Here I am, send me. And it is with the promise that God is with us always here in this place of worship, whether it is your home or in the sanctuary, and that God is with us in the ordinary spaces and places of our lives, encountering us along the way, that we are called and we are invited to gather for confession, like those who've gone before us and to receive forgiveness from a God of abundance and grace. And it is here in this place of disorientation and confession that we fall to the feet of Jesus and name all that we have done and left undone, all the ways that we have turned and continue to turn away from Christ. It is in the breaking of the bread and the sharing of the wine that Christ comes to us with the abundant love and grace that Jesus offers. And it is shared, and we are commissioned, called, invited to come and to follow and to go beyond these doors and beyond these walls into the deep waters 
of the unknown. Because the God who we encounter in our confession and the God who encounters us in forgiveness and in the bread and the wine does not always call us to shallow waters. God doesn't always call us to what's comfortable and known. God calls us to deep waters, to enter the chaos, to confront the fear, and most importantly, to encounter God's people along the way who are in these waters. We are called to leave what is comfortable, step out of our homes, places of worship, neighborhoods, communities, and to drop our nets into the deep waters. And it is in these deep waters, probably more often than we wish, where transformation takes place, ministry happens, and faith grows, where God's abundant love is present and grace is experienced. It is in these deep waters where the real work can begin, and our world needs people who are willing to wade into these deep waters, the waters that work to heal our climate and the earth, to solve food and housing insecurity, substance addiction and abuse, work with those who are incarcerated and those who feel they don't have a voice or aren't good enough for our society, the waters that fight against discrimination, against ableism, racism, sexism, ageism, and more. The waters that welcome all, no matter what you look like, who you love, where you are born, or what language you speak, how you worship, who you voted for, and how you identify as a child of God. These and so many more are the deep, deep waters that we as followers of Christ have been called and led into, but not on our own. Like Isaiah in the temple, the disciples in the boat, and Paul preaching in Corinth, we can have trust and faith that God is with us, asking us not to be afraid, but to drop our nets, to get up and follow, and to proclaim as Isaiah did, Here I am, send me. Thanks be to God. Amen.